Hello and welcome to the Respectfully Podcast. I'm your host Ellie Scott and I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by the winner of the first ever season of The Big Blowout, Dickie Johnson. Congratulations, you are the winner of the first Big Blowout. The secret's out now. How does it feel? How Was it hard to keep it a secret? Do you know what? It it like it's it feels like a whirlwind it was so difficult to keep it a secret like yeah it just feels madness it doesn't feel real I think it's been such a long time um that I've had to keep it under wraps it's yeah it's just really odd it's really oh, weird exciting. but so let's like rewind to the beginning what got you into hairdressing um so I started hairdressing um in 2005 and that was purely because basically I wanted to do something kind of creative um and I just wanted to be able to be myself at the same time. Um, and I think in a lot of industries at the time, you were it was very kind of regimented. Um, you, there wasn't a lot of self-expression. So I went down the hairdressing route because it's creative. And yeah, I could just truly be me. And it's the best choice I've ever made. And you're a salon owner yeah, now. Salon owner. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about the salon. Um... So it's a really cute, quaint little haven. I am actually having another one um, built at the minute oh, wow. as we speak, which is really nice. Yeah, the roof went on last week, so that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's just a really nice little kind of green haven. And yeah, I just kind of wanted it to be, I didn't want it to be clinical. I didn't, I wanted to have like some injector personality for myself. And yeah, it's just really relaxed, really chill vibe and... I'm absolutely here oh. for it. So on your website, it says the Grove was created as a rebels, rogues, lovers, misfits. Would you consider yourself as a rebel and a rogue? I think I'm all of them, babe, at some point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've yeah. been them all. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I just wanted a really kind of cute place that was just inclusive to everybody. Because, um, yeah, that's, that's the magic. Like, I love it. So the salon you're building now, is that um, is that like a second salon or is it going to replace the one you've got? Or Yeah, so the new salon is going to replace what I've got. So it's slightly bigger, um, not, a, not a load, not a whole load. It's um, like still kind of like small and intimate. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's going to replace that one and um, it's here on the farm. So yeah, it'll be absolutely amazing. I'm really, really excited for it. Oh, that's really so, exciting. Yeah, it'll be lush. Yeah. When did you when do you recall first hearing about the big blowout? So when I first heard about it, I think I seen it pop up um on socials. I'm pretty sure it was over on Instagram. I seen it pop up. Um and I had like a little um DM saying, you know, you're a hairdresser, like why don't you apply for it? And um I thought, Oh, do I? Don't I? Because it's like I don't know. I think it's one of those things. It's really strange because you kind of feel like you could apply for something like that, but it's never going to happen to you. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, small, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's really weird. I'll like, apply for it, but it'll be lost. Yeah, yeah. You know, like small time, <laughs> especially like being here in Cornwall as well. You know, it, it is like, it's just small here. We're kind of the back of beyond, you know. We do get forget, like forgotten about. Um, so yeah, I had a little message come through, and I started filling out the form, and it was so bloody long. I kind of got lost, <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh, like this is this is intense. Um, 
so yeah I, f- I actually forgot to fill it out and then I had an email come through to say it's the deadline day and I thought oh, oh. I, I need to get this in so I did <laughs> I thought what have I got to lose and um yeah it was do you know what? it was a blast it was amazing I'm really glad that I did fill out that form now yeah so it was something you thought about you didn't instantly think yeah I'm gonna do that no I think I kind of I think I've boxed myself into um just being a colorist I think that's what I've kind of done like over the like you know 17 years I've been hairdressing I've kind of boxed myself into this I'm a I'm a I'm a hair colorist like that's my thing so I didn't really see myself as an all-rounder um I think that's what kind of held me back a little bit from entering okay and did you think about like the risks of like going on national tv like was any hesitations about that yeah I did think about the risks I think because I literally have no filter I um I was thinking oh gosh like am I gonna say something daft and I've said a lot of daft things on there but I think I went on and I thought I'm just gonna be me wholeheartedly authentically um and everything I've said I'd say again I don't think it's been that bad so yeah. that's like so good <laughs> I'll just be a meme um, yeah I thought oh I'll just be me because it's I don't know how to be anyone else you know um yeah but but yeah you always have that in the back of your mind like you know what are people going to say about you so I do think it is a really brave thing to do um yeah to kind of put yourself out there um for other people to kind of like watch you and talk about you um but honestly like everyone's been wonderful everybody's been lovely oh good that's really good and yeah with that the format of the show how did like that work for you you know the challenges and finding your inspiration like how did you find all of that so it was it was the format of the show was like brilliant so it's like set over two days of filming um this bloody surprise challenges I just hate them (laughs) I absolutely hate them I've come to realize I like surprises when it's nice (laughs) (laughs) and the idea of kind of going into something blind and not being able to prepare is kind of really out of I think anyone's hairdressing like comfort zone because we're so used to having a plan um so the format of that I I really didn't like but I did get used to it more and more as time went on um but yeah it was great it was like a it was just like a really great all-round experience to be honest with you it was obviously long hours it was quite repetitive but it's just really nice to be able to unleash a creative side that obviously I wouldn't normally do in the studio at home. And like inspiration wise, like sometimes my mind, I think is just a little bit warped. So I think of things. <laughs> I'm like, where, where has this come from? I honestly don't know what's happening inside my head. Um, and yeah, I think sometimes I had a really clear kind of image of what I was going to do. And sometimes I didn't. I mean, I was... Um, I didn't know I was going to be on the programme until three days before. Oh, wow, really? That's short notice. Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of, like, obviously for the first episode, because you don't want to assume you're going to stay long, like, you know. um, And I kind of just took everything week by week, but that first episode, I literally had to think of something sort of on the spot to then obviously leave Cornwall to travel to London and do it. So. Yeah, it was hard. It was difficult. How did that work for, like, clients you had booked in? 
or did you sort of know there could be <laughs> it was a nightmare darling they're like honestly the dynamics of that was a absolute pain it was really hard because i i kind of cancelled people as and when i got through an episode um because i thought oh i don't want to do the whole filming time and then end up coming home you know like that would be difficult then getting everybody back in so I literally had to like cancel people and rearrange you know as and when I got through each episode yeah I can imagine that's pretty stressful yeah it was stressful (laughs) obviously you had two very high profile hairdressers Sam McKnight and Lisa Farrell watching you work judging you like how did you find that did you feel under pressure and do you know what it was honestly magic like being able to have them kind of I know they're judging you I know they're looking at all the nitty gritties but honestly having them um kind of with you and guiding you um you know constructively for the entirety of that competition um was amazing because one I'd never be able to afford to pay them to do that (laughs) and two um it was just a like really it was a really amazing just thing to take away from it you know it was it honestly everything they said was invaluable it was incredible. What's it been like for you since the programme's been airing? It's been really funny because I kind of feel like it's like a little home video that we're watching here in, in the house um, and nobody else is seen. But then people are, com- <laughs> people are coming into the shop and they're <laughs> like, oh, I've been watching you on telly. And it's, it's really odd to think that everybody is actually watching it. It's, it's really surreal. Like it's the yeah. weirdest thing. Honestly, it's really strange. But everybody has, honestly. They've just been so kind um, Mm. and supportive. And the feedback from the programme's actually been amazing. Especially when you're kind of doing a... Like, the first ever series. Because you don't know what to expect. It's, you know, it's not been on before. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite a risk, I, I think. Like, you know, you're putting a lot of faith into, like channel four for for making it you know but yeah it's just been really it's been really weird like off the wall kind of weird (laughs) (laughs) so when you think watching it back like how would you say like the edit's been has it represented everything pretty accurately or I haven't overly been unhappy with kind of anything um obviously it's reality tv in it like nothing yeah. is what it seems on reality tv yeah, yeah. um there's obviously <laughs> like little bits and pieces that i think oh okay that's like been edited um like better or worse you know um but it's all it's all about the drama in it you know like yeah you know as a as a collective i think every single like contestant we absolutely it was absolutely amazing and like it was a really like gorgeous bunch of group like group of people to kind of be with and do this whole um experience with they're so supportive and even now like after this like shows aired you know we've got like a we've got our own little whatsapp group and it's just magic like everybody we have each other it's like a weird little hairy family and friends for life friends for life darling friends for life obviously like watching it back like there are moments where like some it obviously did feel like a bit harsh did you feel that at the time or was that just obviously something (laughs) (laughs) oh 
sometimes I was like, oh, bloody hell, this is harsh. And some, sometimes I can remember like being stood there at one point and um, I think I'd not done enough one week. I'd done too much the next week. And then the week after that, um, I think I... It was too perfect. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, I can't win. Like, I can't win. What do you want from me? Like, what do you want? How can something be too perfect? You yeah. know, I was like, oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, there, there were, like, some times where I thought, oh, like, God, that is, that's a stinger. But, you know, you just have to take it on the chin, yeah. don't you? Like... It was, a, it was an amazing experience to kind of be part of. Um, and I think as, like, as humans, as hairdressers as well, we're very, very good at, like, focusing on negative feedback um, because it's the first thing we hear. And because it hits the heart, it, it can make you feel a little bit crap about yourself, can't it? But I literally kind of went in and I just thought, I'm going to have bad feedback. It's subjective. Everything we're creating is subjective. It's exactly like art. So if somebody personally doesn't like it, I can't take that to heart, you know? Like, from a constructive point of view, I will take everything that the judges are saying on board. Um, but from a personal point of view if they don't like it that's that's life you know that's that's kind of the way it is and it's just honestly helped me grow like as a hairdresser 100 percent. how did it feel like being made like the star stylist for the week being star stylist was actually a really magical feeling and really strange at the same time um i think the the last time i got star stylist that was the one that kind of uh well both times they did mean the world to me obviously especially with the color one because I thought oh Christ if I don't do well on this it's gonna be bloody mortifying <laughs> especially with it being my job you know I thought I've, I've got to pull this one out of the bag that'd be embarrassing um and my like little homage to home with my ram um so that was magic that was a really special one and out of all of them, probably the one I would have wanted to have done well at, you know, the most. Um, but to have a star stylist to get into the final was just a, like a really nice um, uplift, to be honest with you. It it really meant the world and it did kind of set a little fire underneath my ass to, come on, gal, you you can do this like do this. Come, yeah <laughs> do it for Cornwall babe do it for Cornwall <laughs> put them on the map <laughs> yeah <laughs> what has um, been on the show brought you so far it's been really it's been really strange I've had like loads of really nice things like come in my way I went to a little um ghd event the other day which was so nice like i've never been to what's anything like that so that was magical um and i've just had like i've had like several opportunities come in my way for like little bits of work and i just think it's so nice to be able be able to have that you know it is it's been really lovely and i'm just um gonna embrace anything that kind of comes my way now i'm just gonna roll with it and yeah just really enjoy it i've seen that you've got um quite a big following on instagram would you say it's grown quite a lot since the show as well it's a really funny one like it's kind of come in um 
I have like a flurry of people um, following me um, and like a flurry of kind of people commenting and liking bits and pieces. And I do think the more the show's progressed, the more my engagement's kind of gone up, definitely. Um, But it's a really funny one. I've got a really kind of funny um, thought when it comes to like followers because... I know some incredible like stylists that have next to none and I know some incredible stylists that have got hundreds of thousands of followers and um it's a really weird one because I haven't really been overly watching it like watching the the them come in um but it's very nice it's very nice and everybody is being so kind and lovely on socials so I'm definitely welcome that. So lovely people, if you want to follow me, yeah. don't you follow me. <laughs> be yeah. nice, be nice. No trolling. <laughs> just yeah, no nasties, just, no, just yeah. nice ones. <laughs> um, I guess that like, obviously you're building the salon, so your plans are to stay in Cornwall or do you think you'll move away at some point? Oh, babe, I'm going to die here. Um <laughs> Absolutely, I'm gonna die here. Um, this is God's country. Um, no, I think 100% I'll stay. Um, I absolutely yeah. love it here. Um, and like the like means to be able to travel now is, I mean, obviously we've had a few strikes, but yeah. um, just being able, you know, there's so many opportunities now which enable me to like kind of get away, come back. I'm kind of living best of both worlds. Um, I'm really like, kind of, I'm a home girl, you know? So I love the countryside and I love nothing around me. Um, So yeah, there's no way that I could move anywhere for the hustle and bustle. I'll just do the long hours and and travel everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cornwall's home, Cornwall's home. I'm sure it's much cheaper than London as well. <laughs> oh, well, you'd be surprised. There's bloody prices are hiking up. <laughs> <laughs> so they are here too. <laughs> oh, everyone wants to be here. Everyone wants to be here since lockdown, you know. It's madness. <laughs> Do you think um, you're going to see a growth in your clients as well now? I think I will. Fortunately for me, like prior to the um tv program um i wasn't able to take on any new clients as um like color clients um i was really lucky in that position i think i've worked so hard um to kind of have that like stability um so i honestly like part of me is like yeah bring me some newbies but the other part of me is like girl you do not have time You do not have time. When are you going to be doing these people, girl? Like, I reckon I could probably work till midnight every night if if um, people wanted the appointments. Like, there's always one person that's like, oh, yeah, I'll come in, <laughs> you know? So I'm kind yeah. of hoping, I'm lucky that in a sense that I'm, I'm really lucky with what I have, you know? Um, and yeah, my book, I'm booked and busy, so that's... <laughs> that was special that's, that's special. the main thing yeah do you think obviously there's been a bit of a um like recruitment crisis in the industry do you think the show is going to help that it's going to show people what they can get from a career in hairdressing I honestly hope it does because it it's I think it's shown a really fun side of the industry um and I really do hope that it entices 
people to join it because it is an amazing like community um everybody is like so helpful and there's so many avenues that you can work down um whether you want to do it all whether you want to do avant-garde color like cutting there are so many choices um and it is, it is it's a it's a really kind of special industry to be in i think um and yeah i think because the program's been so fun and it's been very like wholesome i think and i think because the group of people that are on the program are like warm and lovely and supportive um the industry is going that way like you know and and i think that is inviting and i'm really hoping that more people will come through and kind of join us because it, it's amazing it's an amazing um career path to to take yeah definitely yeah. It'll be interesting to see if, like, the number of apprentices goes up, like, by next year and stuff like that. Definitely. Oh, I hope it. I hope it does because it's fun. You know, it is fun, yeah. and um, it's so rewarding. And yeah, there's there's a ton of different things that you can do. So yeah, I really hope it does. Yeah, once you're in it, you don't want to leave it. <laughs> oh, darling, you're sucked in. You're there for life. Yeah, covered in hair for the rest of your days. Yeah. <laughs> so what is next for you I honestly don't know obviously my I'm hoping my studio will be done um in the new year so that'll be really nice um and yeah I'm just gonna roll with it babe I'm just gonna go um go with the flow roll with the punches and see what comes my way yeah I'd really like to have a little dabble at the hair on Strictly I think that'd be really fun but yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with it and see what comes my way embrace it and just enjoy the ride because it's been a it's been a bloody ride (laughs) (laughs) it's been a ride going forward what would you like how would you like to see the show evolve I think like I I think do you know what I'm really excited and I I hope there is like another another season um I'm really excited to be watching it from behind my own telly and not being there. <laughs> That's what I'm really excited about. And seeing other people and how they kind of do. That would be absolutely magic. Um, but I hope it just grows and grows. I hope it goes from strength to strength. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, um, more brands will kind of get involved. Um, and the opportunities will be uh, bigger and better for everybody else that's yet to come through and go on it. Because... Yeah, I had an absolute blast. Um, it can only get better, can't it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets better like with experience, as like you know what the audience wants to see and things like that as well. Yeah, it? exactly. It'll be. It will be. It'll be so. It'll be so nice. I'm really excited to see. Yeah, my um, final question for you today. So, what would be your advice to someone who is to go on the show? If there's another series. So my advice um, to anybody wanting to enter the big blowout is be you, like wholeheartedly. Um, Do everything that you want to do and just kind of just enjoy it. Like enjoy it. Don't obviously take it seriously because it's it's a competition, you know, Um, but you will have so much help like there. You'll be with an amazing bunch of people that will want to help you and want to see you grow. 
and just literally embrace every minute and just enjoy it like absolutely flourish and don't stress out too much because you're going to come back home to your bread and butter um and life is going to get different but in the most enjoyable way so literally embrace everything and take on board um everything that the judges have to say because it's honestly invaluable so yeah and just be happy and chill out as well because <laughs> it's a stressful one. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for joining us and congratulations congratulations oh, thank you for again. having me i can't wait to see what what you do next what's what's lined up for next year and we'll, we'll keep following you <laughs> oh thank you so much it's honestly been an absolute pleasure to be here thank you bye well how about that do you think vicky's persuaded you to sign up for series two we are absolutely thrilled for her and we can't wait to see what opportunities arise and what she has in store for next year. Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to rate and review the Respectfully podcast and click subscribe. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.